Sports fans, it's the very last Q&A with Alan and Marshall for 2023. No, no, last one for 2022. That's what I said. You said 2023. That's because my focus is all on 2023. I'm crazy. So anyway, I'm Marshall Atkinson. I'm Alan Howe with Easy Way. And welcome to our show, which is obviously totally unscripted. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> Hard to believe we started this how long ago, Marshall? What year? Uh, 2020. Yeah, two years, right? And uh, we've come a long way. And I still don't think we know what we're doing. but Not a clue. We, we, give, we give it a shot, right? We, so, we've, we've learned more of how inept we are. Yeah, so this is a uh, New Year's Eve Eve edition, and uh, so that means I've got, I was doing Bloody Marys, but I forgot to buy the Bloody Mary mix, so I'm having screwdrivers, and uh, uh, Alan here has got something to do after the thing, so he's just drinking coffee. So yeah, this I, is me. I, uh, I do uh, mimosas uh, this show, but uh, I can't on it, so I have water. Hello. My new Sandlot Sports Cup from the guys from Sandlot Sports and coffee. Well, I appreciate you being a responsible adult. And with my Lake Ogama coffee cup from where our cottage is at. So All right. that's great. But yeah. Yeah. So New Year's Eve, Eve. That's today. Absolutely. The last day. And uh, after this show, uh, I'm not working the rest of the year. <laughs> I got a little bit to do today to finish up uh, yeah. and all that. and But, yeah. Right. So uh, let's say good morning to folks. And, by the way, if you're just joining us, we would love for you to say hello and also let us know where you're watching from. That's always fun. And then don't forget, um, this is a Q&A show that really relies on comments and questions. And today's topics – it's really about your engagement. We Absolutely. want to know your thoughts. You guys don't care what me and Alan say all the time. So just jump in with your thoughts on stuff. And that way we can have a really good discussion about some things. And then also, if you wouldn't mind sharing that you're watching the show. I know there's a lot of people that love to share uh, Chris Hurley and other people. So thank you so much for doing that. Thank but you. we would love it if you guys would share the show that you're watching and that way we can build our viewers. So absolutely. Um, so let's have some, uh, say hello to some folks. Uh, Lance says, cheers. Brian says, good morning. Good morning. Josh says, good morning. By the way, uh, the success stories podcast with Josh just came out. Uh, so if you haven't listened to that, give it to listen. It's a really good one that came out on Wednesday. And uh, I'll find the link here in a little bit and share it. But um, it was a really good one. So uh, I have been behind on that because I want to listen to Josh's. I want to hear. Uh, I haven't listened to my friend uh, Josiah Blackmore's uh, either. Yeah, yeah, his was great. He's such a great guy, man. Remember when I first met him and he was just starting out? So done yeah. great. Yeah, and who else is here? So Hurley's here. And uh, Charles says, hello, fellas. Happy Friday. New Mexico, Charles. And Ray's here. Greetings, screenings. By the way, Ray, we got your stuff already primed, ready to share. So uh, uh, anyway, so thanks for sharing. Appreciate you guys. Um, and uh, 
Oh, Peter's here. Good morning and happy New Year's greetings from Leewood, Kansas, home of the playoff-bound Kansas City Chiefs. All right, congratulations. Yeah, and my Cowboys won yesterday, and Florida State Seminoles beat the Oklahoma Sooners yesterday in the Cheez-It Bowl. So uh, now we're 10-3. We're, we're and by the way, I'm so excited for next year. It looks like our quarterback might be in the running for the Heisman next year. That's Ooh. what all the talking head idiots are saying. So that's really good. So, Well, when it comes to football in Detroit, we're still like the Lions have won some. We're, we're still not quite sure how to handle all that. Yeah. So what is the Michigan play in that bowl today? I think it is. I think they, and they play, uh, I forget who they play. But um, it does. They're not my team, so I don't remember stuff like that. I knew what I should, and I just don't remember him. So, yeah. Right, right. And Lance says, go Bills. All right. There you go. All right. So, uh, what do you say we pay some bills and come back and kick the show off? Let's do that. All right. We want to thank GSG always, and we got some news about them. And yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Great spot. GSG, the combination of over half a century of knowledge with industry-leading technology and the customer at the center of everything that we do. Graphic Solutions Group is a powerhouse distributor of traditional screen, sign, wide-format digital printing, embroidery, and textile decorating. We are committed to our customers, providing support, educational, and consulting services. Your success is our success. We've seen these industries grow and change in our 70 years. One thing never changes. GSG's dedication providing the best products and services available. We've been around. We'll be around. From the highs and the lows. Standing right here with you. GSG, the right products right away. All right. Absolutely. What's the GSG news, Alan? Well, GSG has acquired another company out of uh, Denver, Colorado, uh, Montreux Sign uh, Company. And that will be, it was announced uh, yesterday. I saw it on social media. So congratulations, GSG. Uh, on their slow overtake uh, of growing. And this is going to be good. That Denver market is awesome because uh, I think the changeover starts at the end of January and uh, it's going to be sign and screen and everything GSG, which for that Denver market, congratulations. You are in for a treat. Um, man, with everything they have from Easy Way to MR to uh, um, yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah, so I'm excited what for it. A, what a good deal! Plus, you know, Lon's right there. They'll probably Lon Winters is right there, who uh, who works with them quite a bit, and yeah. So uh, I think that's a really good acquisition, and they're slowly like taking over the whole country. Yeah, <laughs> I wish they'd come east a little bit more, but yeah, that's all right. Yeah, so, um, so good. Such a great organization, and I know uh, for Easy Way, we are proud uh, proud to be one of their. Uh, uh, Premier Partners. I know Peter is uh, with MNR with them. And yeah, they yeah. just do a great job. 
Yep, yep. So uh got a couple more comments. Let's get those out of the way. So uh Chris says we're in hockey mode over here in Canada, otherwise known as ice soccer. Yeah. The World Junior is on. World Juniors is big there. Hockey is big. It's going good uh, here in Michigan, too. Of course, the Red Wings are not doing great, but yeah. Yeah, and then Cora is here. Good morning from Wisconsin. Good morning, Cora. Good morning, good Cora. Um, all right, so you ready for our first topic? Let's go. What What was it? Do you remember? The best. Without looking. I have to look. I'm old. The best of 2022. Cheater. <laughs> <laughs> so this comes to us from our good friend, Ray. And the best thing we saw in 2022. So if you're watching right now, what we would like you to do is to throw your comment in there about your best thing that you saw. It could be anything. Yep. It doesn't matter what it is. Throw it in there. And then uh, we want to kick this topic off from our good friend, Ray. And uh, he actually sends an email with pictures. <laughs> so, uh, I can't share the email. Alan's going to read it, but I can share the photo. So here, uh, why don't you kick that off there, Alan, and read what he wrote, and then I'll show the pictures. So just a little background. Uh, Ray, Ray Greenwood is one of our Academy brothers. Uh, Ray is a consultant in the industry, mostly in the medical device and uh, uh, le electronic field, although he knows he knows uh, textile and everything. Uh, he is going to be at the show working with stretch devices. So everything, tension, he's your man. Um, but here's the email, and, the, and he'll show the picture. He said, this is a little less of a new item than a new outlook, usage, and mentality. These machines have been around for a couple of years in other industries like machine shops. Fastenal and other companies have repurposed candy and chip dispensing machines to distributing PPE in shops, mainly as inventory control. Um, and they use it as that because Fastenal keeps the stocks and sends a bill monthly. But they also use it for process and industrial hygiene control. So when you have electronic and stuff, it is for um, a lot of hygiene, and a lot of these are clean rooms. So even things like skin cells and dust, uh, I've been into shops like that, and literally you are putting on white suits, and sticky pads uh, are right before you go through the airlocks. And it's a lot. It's not unlike uh, going into the moon a little bit. But this is very important. And I think this is awesome um, for PPE. And I wonder what other things, you know, can be done with that. That is a great idea for, sh for companies to do. You know, my favorite part of this photo is you can see the top of Ray's head right here. Oh, right there taking the picture. There it is. <laughs> So, yeah, this is really great. And you know what? I have seen uh, vending machines for T-shirts in a retail space before. Um, wow. And uh, so it, it doesn't just have to be for your PPE control. You could also do it for a sales idea. So yep. can imagine that you're doing stuff for your local uh, team or event or whatever you could put a, um, a vending machine in and that's how somebody can buy a t-shirt. Right. So anyway, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So uh, please, we need you to share yours, your ideas also. 
Right. What is the coolest thing? What that you've seen this year, heard of, or or uh, uh, done? So. Yeah, and uh, so let's catch up with some comments while you guys are busy typing, right? Yep. So uh, Mark is here. Hey, guys. Happy New Year. Mark, I'd love to hear what your uh, best thing for 2022 was. Non-barbecue Jeep or motorcycle. And you know what? Welcome to the Academy. 2022 will always be Mark Saldanic inducted into the Academy. That's that's right. So honored. That's right. And then uh, Chris says, ice soccer. Never heard that one before, I'm sure. (laughs) Uh, Richard says, good morning from Michigan. Morning, Richard. Richard, what was your favorite thing you saw this year? I would love to. I would love a thing. And then Ray says, damn, got in my own picture. Yeah. Uh, Chris says, the new digital 3D automatic acrylic painting, printing, excuse me, prints almost plastic like 3D graphics with tapers, doming, and with gradients throughout to build very neat stuff. Interesting. Didn't they have this already? Because I know that they've been doing um, uh, like a sign for the sign industry so they can do Braille. Well, I I would think doming would be tough, but I don't know. I was told there'd be drinks at this New Year's Eve party. There is. Look, right here. Cheers. And I have to drive afterwards, so there's water. I don't. <laughs> I am uh, I am packing boxes. So uh, my wife and I are closing on a new house on Tuesday, and we're moving on the 13th. So we are in the middle of packing our house up, So, uh, which is something I think vodka helps with. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't hurt with. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so thanks. Thanks, Charles. So come on, guys. What was your favorite stuff? So um, my, uh, I think my favorite thing that I saw this year was I'm going to sell say the comeback in sales. So I think a lot of people after 2020, 2021, you know, the COVID stuff. I know a lot of people, especially the people that I've been working with, have had record years with record profits. And uh, so that's really unique. And um, even though there's been price increases, uh, you know, people have the best sales they've ever had. And um, and a lot of folks that I'm talking to, they've had record profits as well because we're really working together to have lower costs. And that's the reason why they have record profits. So I really like the fact that um, – Everywhere you go, people are really super busy. And I think that hopefully, fingers crossed, knock on wood, is going to carry over into next year. Uh, So that's going to be my favorite thing. It's just it's going to be from a sales perspective, the industry has really been kicking ass. Right. Right. I'm going to say for you, Alan, what are you going to what are you going to say? Well, I'm going to go back to technology. The cool things for me uh, were one starting. I have always been excited, especially since Printing United and hearing before of the advancements in laser technology for exposing screens. You know, there's only been one manufacturer in the U.S. market for that for a few years, and now there's multiple players. And anytime you have stuff like that, it increases it. So Kiwo and Lusher have come up with them. Kiwo has a lot. Those are available at uh, GSG. And they're looking good. I know some are going into the field, and I'm extremely excited about it. Murakami has one, 
which I did not know really? about. Yes, I did not know about, and I know one's supposed to be going into Chicago. Be interested in seeing that. So that excites me. When there's competition like that, it raises the bar. What excites you about it, Alan? Well, because it raises the bar. Anytime it's, I look at this, it's it's going to make when I remember, not to sound like the grandfather, I remember when Direct <laughs> the Screen first came out. And I, you know, at the time, I didn't know Jeff McHugh invented, you know, kind of invented that. Yeah. And he sold it to Gerber Scientific. They came out with the screen jets. And when I saw that first one, I, I was like blown away. And now we're to the place where director screens just, okay, which one? Good, better, or best? It's all better than film. Yeah. But, you know, I'm a big wax nobody ever like, goes. Nobody ever goes back to film. No. <laughs> nope. And I'm a big wax chick guy. Mm-hmm. But now it's almost like, you know, smaller smaller shops can get them. They're affordable. The ROI is there. And people are seeing that. And it has raised the level, I almost want to say, of consciousness, but where these things are now just part of the, the fabric of screenshots. Yeah. Right. And I think laser will be that way, too, where it will eventually now when we have more coming in, that brings technology in. That brings profitability. That that brings uh, you know better SOPs and stuff. And when that happens, people will start uh, encouraging that, and it's just going to make us a better, stronger industry. Yep, I love it. I love process improvement, continuous yep. improvement, all that jazz. I do have some things. I I never think some of these are end all beat alls. I still think like when you're doing a water based screen that are the lasers able to really go through it just like LEDs aren't, you're going to have to post expose. So let's never think one thing is the end all beat all from it. Um, Also, I can tell you a lot of the people who've gone to the lasers found that they were having a lot of rework because they didn't wash the screens out properly because it's just some dude doing it. And then, but the people that adopted the automatic washout booths, are not having that problem. And the challenge, of course, is that uh, normally you see the black, you know, toner or the wax. So it's easy to know that there's a little circle R down there or little dots or half tones or whatever. But uh, when the screen comes out of a laser, there's nothing on it. Correct. So it looks completely blank. And so you don't know where to spray. And that is the big challenge. But if you've got a machine doing it, it's just hitting everything all at once and you don't have that issue, right? So. Especially in the um, textile world where a lot of pure, fo- pure photopolymers are pure photopolymer uh, emulsions. Those are pre-sensitized emulsions. They do not change color. If you're using a dual cure, you'll still have some color change and could see an image in there. Mm-hmm. But yes, you still got to look and make sure it's rinsed well. And that brings us to the other thing, exciting thing. It has increased the space for automatic developers, you know, eco wrenches. I know shops that are getting those. There's other developers out there, Blue Water, other manufacturers have them. And I think this still increases the space. Uh, I'm very excited about the Blue Water machines also. You know, MR brought um, auto, auto reclaim to the industry where man it is shown the ROIs. And anytime there's competition for smaller shops and stuff like that, um, you know, it, it's, it's a good thing. I'm a huge believer in automation and I love that. Very much. You could have one or maybe two people do tons of things 
when the machines are doing everything and they're just feeding them. Yep. Right. As opposed to they're actually coding the screens or washing out or scrubbing or whatever. So agreed. It's, it's a, a really great way to, even though the machines are expensive, if you look at your labor costs over time, the ROI, ROI with the machine just kills it. Right. So, right. And so, you know, anytime you have automation, and that's one thing COVID really pushed is ROI and with labor and all that. So everybody's mm-hmm. looking at it. If you're not looking at it, doesn't mean you're not don't have to get it now, but you need to be always planning for the future and to look at this. Yeah. Well, you know, some people it's they're not big enough to afford it, right? No, absolutely. And they don't need it at the time. But you do need to in you know, your wish list. One day for Christmas, I want yep. to ask for. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So let's uh let's get some comments. So Cora says she's drinking ginger beer, so cheers. Um uh, Eric says stopping in to wish you the best for the coming year, uh new year, folks. Thanks, yeah. Eric. And Eric, you. you know, there's a guy in embroidery. We talk about it with GSG with Liz Beavers, but there's your there's your embroidery guru. Eric, appreciate you, buddy, your friendship. You have right. so much. Make sure you watch his show, the take up. The take up, yeah, absolutely. Incredible. Uh, Josh says mine was endurance panels. We have we are having glue failures, and this is going to be a game changer. No tape when finished, and super strong corners and edges. That's awesome. Yep, and those are a Sherlock panel. Josh, correct me, I haven't seen them yet. So yeah, and also share where you're sourcing that in case somebody wants to look into. Yes. It. Uh, Cora says the emergence of DTF printing, of course. That was going to be my go-to until I talked about sales. Uh, DTF, I think, is uh, is we're on the innovation curve upslope, right? So there's going to be lots of new players and stronger companies coming into the market, I think. Uh, it's going to be very exciting next year to see who, which of the big players lands with their equipment first. Also, the supply chain needs, I think, needs a little improvement also, so Anxious to see how all that works out. So, uh, Mark says the new MNR presses from MNR Global. Just got my new one the week before Christmas, installing after the new year. Which one is that, Mark? Are you getting which press? Is it another Cobra or? Yeah, that would be interesting to know. And yeah. you know, MNR is really coming out with a company. I think the Cobra is just an incredible press. So interested to see what yeah. you have, Mark. You know, it's really quiet. <laughs> Why is it so quiet, you think? Because it doesn't make any noise. <laughs> and uh, that is... Uh, Peter Walsh's famous... famous. Oh, quote. gosh. Live, we're there at GSG, live with them. And he goes, you know, it's why is it so quiet? And Peter just in that <laughs> classic Peter with the Australian accent, because it doesn't make any noise. I wish yeah. I could do accents. Oh man, Peter, we it, uh, it never gets old. We love you, buddy. Uh, uh, Ray says Alusha has a resolution high enough for industrial, pushing five thousand LPI. That's awesome. They do. I had there's a Lucia in Ohio that I saw two years ago for laser for a bottle high end bottle printer, and it was incredible. So mm-hmm. Lucia has all kinds of them from different sizes. That LPI is too much for. Uh, uh, for textile, but yeah, there's some great. Well, it's just overkill. You don't need all that. Absolutely. Karen says we're a small shop, and the direct to screen is high on our list of items to purchase to upgrade next for sure. Absolutely, Karen. Start doing your research now. Talk to yeah. talk to the manufacturers. 
And, you know, Marshall and I are here always to bounce yeah. stuff off of. Right, right. And by the way, you should ask on um, the next Q&A call and Tribe what everybody has so you can compare. You and ask pluses and minuses. Yeah. Eric says innovative business models and people embracing their unique value propositions going beyond conventional ways to add value. Wow, that's great. What a great comment. Absolutely. So, Eric, can you share one or two uh, examples of that? That would be great. I'm sure everybody would Absolutely. Be thinking about what you mean. You know, my goal for next year, we've got to work out a time to have Eric, Eric Campbell on the show. Well, he's got a conflict with uh, his other show. Yeah, with yeah, with, with two regular guys who we love them also. But, man, I would love to one day work that out if ever possible. Uh, Gosta says, hi, at full party in Sweden. See you next year. Be safe and have a fantastic year. I guess it's New Year's Eve for him. It right? is New Year's Eve there. Well, Gosta, thank you for saying hi, and you have a blessed New Year, man. So glad. Thank you for being just a watcher and a listener and supporting us, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Josh says, screen flows at the top of my list for next year. We need to be under 25 minutes and have two screens cleaned and reprinted with the next be back on press. Great. How are you measuring that? Could that be a blue water? Mark it on that. Yeah. Uh, yes, they are. We're going direct because I'm so picky on my tension and custom mesh sizes. Cool. I think you made Sherlock panels. Awesome. Probably the new rival at DSG. Wonderful. And then Mark says, it's a new Copperhead rival. Our new Cobra comes in a few weeks later, all part of the Apps Lab expansion. And, man, we need to have pictures, and we need to do we need to do a show down there. We need to fly down there and just do a show from Apps Lab. Let's do it. Let's do that, Mark. Um, M&R is a big focus on automation and reduce environmental impact with our screen print product development. Love it. Love hey, it. You're you're, you're singing my song there, Peter. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Karen says we'll do about the tribe thing. Josh says badass classes coming soon. At oh, for at uh, yeah, the app lab. Cool. Yeah, and then uh, Ray says Josh Wally just finishing the syllabus for your screen training. More later. There you go. Great. So uh, you know, Josh does what everybody should do. And we always say this too, you know, I don't know anything. I hang out with people smarter than me. And you know what? You you get ideas and get other eyes on it. And mm -hmm. that's what he's doing. Working with Ray Greenwood, working with Mark Soldonic. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So guess what, Alan? So that's one topic. Almost half the show's gone. Absolutely. <laughs> We're going to get to all of them. A great one. Let's, uh, uh, hey, guess what? We'll work it out. There you go. Sounds good, Eric. All right. So let's get the second topic, which is what did you learn in 2022? What did you learn in 2022? So, uh, Alan, what did you learn? What did I learn? I don't know. <laughs> um, you know what? <laughs> Evidently nothing. <laughs> Not a thing. You know what? Here, here's here's what I learned. Um, and this is going to be a personal thing. I have learned don't put off stuff. So, you know, for me, for a lot of people, see, it was just a vacation to Asia. And Marshall, you and I have talked about it. And people do not know the love that I have for people and friends over there. And the mm -hmm. fact that it was 14 years for me to go to, I am sick 
that I let, waited that long and will not happen again. Actually looking at possibly in February going again. Yeah, that's great. So, um, no, I, I did it big. Like I paid a billion dollars for first class international tickets and stuff. I can't do that again, but it was well so worth it. you just going to like get a big suitcase and sneak yourself in? Like uh, UPS. <laughs> it's going to be an M&R crate with food in it and air holes. So it's going to be Mark Copperhead rival and we're going to go. Yeah. Um, what, could, what could go wrong with that? Everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, some air holes, shredded newspaper in a corner, lettuce and carrot. Um, but you know what? For me, it was just that. I am taking time you know, spending time with my nephews. Uh, that's where I'm going right after this. I have a nephew home from college and uh, looking forward to just having lunch with Wyatt. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen him in a while. And so that's what, that's what I've learned. Spend time with my parents and yeah. Yeah. So I've learned a couple things that uh, one is that this year I'm really, uh, I'm really focused on my time and being effective with my time. Yeah. And uh, so uh, I've been measuring what's going on. I've been delegating more to my assistant. Uh, Also looking at my revenue per hour and some other things. Um, And that's really helped me uh, increase my profitability for my company. But also it's helped me really help uh, my coaching clients uh, you know, these are some of the things that we talk about is being effective right. and uh, being prepared and doing some different things. And I think that's that whole mindset of how you're using your time has really uh, allowed people to make some substantial gains this year uh, in reducing uh, their downtime and increasing profits and getting more work out each day and solving some challenges and so I think uh, going forward, you know, if you really want to, um, you really want to raise the bar on some things. Look at how you're using your time, and are you being as effective with your time as you can? And I'll tell you, one of the big challenges, uh, especially with people who tend to do a lot of things, is giving up tasks. That's really difficult for people because they're used to doing the books or they're used to doing the sales or they're used to doing the printing or whatever. And nobody can do it like I can. Right. Right. That's that's such a, you know, that's such a myth, you know, uh, and I'm going to bust it right here. And that's because guess what? You weren't born with that skill. You can teach that to somebody else and then you could be doing some higher value work and be making more money or you can decrease the amount of time you're spending in your business. So as an owner, you don't have to work 80 to hundred hour weeks. You can work like a normal week and have some family time. And that's because you can get other people to do stuff. So, and you uh, know, what's the best thing about leadership says, you know, if you're a good leader, you are training someone to replace yourself. That's right. That's right. And you know, for as much as I love Marshall, we were talking before, and it's still, Marshall, it weirds you and I out when people see us at trade shows. And we've had them where I saw you guys talking. You're afraid to come talk to us. Come talk to us. We are nothing special. And you know what? The best thing I do is that if I can train someone and help them, I am replaceable. Mm-hmm. If something happens to me, you have a Mark Soldonic, you have an Eric Campbell, you have a Marshall Atkinson, 
you have other people on there and there are people coming up in, in our, uh, uh, you know, in our, uh, uh, industry, the Nate Lebers who are rock stars and yeah, stuff like right, that. Right. And yeah. So we all need to be replacing ourselves in your business to do it. Right. There is no kingdom building anymore. <laughs> so, uh, Chris says, where do I begin? At the beginning. So, let me tell you, if you haven't watched it, you should go back and watch our episode with Chris where we're he was talking about his journey into learning high density. And right. uh, incredible. So, um, you know, the other thing I learned, too, and Chris, this kind of is on you uh, with you, too. Um, I'm trying not to be for as much Marshall and Marshall knows this. So I get free coaching from Marshall just by him being my friend. He knows I am fearful. Wait, wait, wait. I didn't send you that invoice. <laughs> Got lost in the mail. You faxed it to me and I faxed you a check. Um, but uh, you know what? I am, for as much as I talk on this, I am fearful of doing things on my own. We all know about the inf infamous podcast. That'll probably never happen. Uh, um, but here's my goal, Marshall. And I have been working on it. You know that I have... My whole life, I've been told I have the voice and all that. So I have started setting up voiceover stuff and researching it. And I'm about ready to launch, you know, maybe do a book narrative and stuff. I've done the intros and outros and starting to put that together. So in 2023, I want to have, be able to have a side hustle of uh, maybe doing voiceover. So Good. anybody in the industry wants a commercial done, I would love to do it. Yeah, great. great. For very cheap. So Dean says, does anyone foresee any major advancements or major technology growth in DTG next year? Um, I hope so. I would I would say uh, DTG needs to look out for DTF nipping at their heels because I think a lot of people, once they get to DTF, they might see that DTG is so limited with printing on, you know, cotton-based stuff. I think DTF might be a way that other people can uh, do some different things. And so uh, it's it's very interesting to see how that's going to shake out. It, so. it will be. Um, now, there is a little bit more labor with DTF. So that's the one downside. But, yeah, you are absolutely right. Mm -hmm. um, and, Dean, you know, I'd love to know what you guys have. So just a little plug. Uh, Dean and Brian Walker have uh, mm -hmm. started the Daily TTG. So, oh, uh, yeah, podcast. And it looks Looks pretty cool. So, um, what is that? Share a link, Dean, so we can we can follow. I didn't uh, know absolutely. Um, so, you know, they, they, Brian is the foremost expert on uh, DTG, I think. And uh, yeah, and, and I love their first episode. I did listen. You know, Brian's doing it like we do. There's a lot of misinformation out there. And let's just set the record straight and make sure. Yeah, great. And so, bravo. So Eric says he watched the hat company doing retail style fulfillment that championed lifetime warranties on their hats for damages as well as in-house customization that add a unique look to the standard stock. Good margins, rabid fans, and great social content from showing the replacements. That's great. Awesome. What a great idea. Lifetime warranties. You know How what? How often do you goof up a hat? I mean, yeah, I guess when you like your dog eats it or something, I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, look at look, you know, that's not a scenario that has been unheard of. Remember, um, uh, 
the tools from Sears. Um, I just forgot yeah. the name. Um, Craftsman. You could run that over with a truck, drop it in the smelter, and they would replace it right there, no questions asked. What a great model. And um, and I love good profitability, but you know why that is? Rabid fans. That's right. That's right. So Sean's here, by the way. Hey, Sean. Hey, Sean from Georgia. Who has rabid fans? I hope I have a few, and we do. And yeah. Like foaming at the mouth fans? Foaming at the mouth that they are just <laughs> – uh, Q and A with Alan Marshall fans or Easy Way fans, and those yeah. are those are your great resources. You take care of them and do it. So yeah. So Josh says, how to be a better owner, boss, better trainer, able to delegate, how to start tracking KPI and being as profitable as we can, and raising our numbers by four percent. That's awesome. Awesome. Good job. Very specific goals. Good job. Davis says, learn the importance of training and processes and how important they are as you grow when they break and you know how to fix them quickly. Where'd you learn all that, Davis? That's amazing. You know what? Davis, <laughs> Davis I see in the DTF market reminds me of Brian Walker when uh, DTG first started. He is going to yeah. be the man. He's learning it all. He knows the pitfalls of it being an emerging technology as an early adopter, and he has adopted it 100%. So mm -hmm. great job, Davis. Karen says, we learned so much this year, too much to list here, but removing variables has been what we ha we've been focusing on this year, really trying to dial in processes to be prepared for growth coming in the future. That's great, Karen. And my brothers here, y'all, happy new year and go Knowles. Hey, Tim, thank you. Uh, Eric says, we've also seen a flourishing of prosumer uh, I haven't heard that term before. I don't know what that is. Producers becoming more professional in their operations and growing. People are becoming professional and embracing their value with a mind to profit. And weren't we talking about that too? The one thing that I hate, it still galls me that people still do not know their cost of doing business. Oh my God. It's such, a it's such a big problem. You know, a lot of times I uh, my initial coaching calls with people, that's one of the things we start with. I'm like, go, send me your P&L. like, oh, I don't know. I can't do that. I've never done that before. Or, you know, we don't know our numbers. Uh, last time we did that was March. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, how are you running your business? No wonder you've got challenges. And, and Eric, God bless you, because sometimes smaller shops are saying, I don't know. On that, and I don't need to worry about it right now. It just, just infuriates me. I almost want to walk away and say, "You deserve to die a slow, painful death." <laughs> well, you know, are, they, that might happen to their business if they're not careful. Right. Um, letting others help was so hard to do. Exactly, but you got to help. You got to do it. Uh, Dean says, "I learned how much having conversations with people such as yourselves and brainstorming." With other industry insiders can be so beneficial to both business and personal growth. Thanks for doing these Q&As. Thanks. You're welcome, Dean. Thank Dean. Chris says coding high-density screens, burning high-density screens, printing high-density, mixing specialty ink blends, printing with silicone inks, printing with silicone specialty inks, methods to lay multiple high-density colors extremely close to one another, and a lot more. This year's been a wealth of knowledge for me. That's great. I only took two breaths during that. Yeah. <laughs> Cora, Cora says, I signed up to do life book from Mind Valley to uplevel my purpose and goals. It starts Monday. It's a six-week course. Excited and a little scared. 
Let me tell you, Corey, uh, Cora, if you're not doing things that scare you, you're not growing. So yeah. uh, good for you. Dean says, hope to have you both on our new podcast, The Daily TTG. Awesome. We'd love to do it. We'd love to do it. So, yeah. here, so much free knowledge to share to help anyone who's willing to listen and learn. I can come down and do it live because I'm down there a lot. I just can't get past the cheap fee feel oh, for DTF. Well, here's the thing, Dean, is that uh, it doesn't matter what you think. What matters is what customers think. And I can tell you that uh, uh, they don't care. <laughs> and you know what? That same that same thing was said about uh, DTG in yeah. the beginning days too. Absolutely, I am seeing no difference from the start of DTF as I am DTG, and yeah. I've never thought I'd be so proud to be working with Brian during that time. It was such a weird. Uh, it was an entry. We didn't know it was a weird time, but it was such a weird time. We didn't know it. So maybe it's just you that were weird. Well, that's always been, but. Yeah. <laughs> Sean says, uh, FYI, Alan, uh, since you can no longer say pivot after 2020, can I say side hustle after 2020? Soft income. <laughs> it's soft income. Uh, uh, Dean says, uh, DTF. Yeah, we, we know. Uh, Facebook. Or here's the thing. Facebook.com slash the daily DTG. We're going to have to check it yeah. out. Uh, Peter says, totally agree with paying attention to your earning potential in dollars per hour. 100,000K per year salary, uh, do the math, is $48 per hour. A business owner that's spending their time cleaning screens at $48 per hour is way overpaying. Exactly. 100%. 100%. The importance of rabid fans can't be overstated. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And, and so you need to get the shots. Um. All right, so we got a little commercial here to do. Um, oh, Richard says a pro. Oh, how do you do that? A because pro is an amateur that buys professional equipment. Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Thank you. All right, so let's share the uh, GSG Pulse. Okay. And uh, so, what are we going? We're talking about here today, uh, Alan. All things equipment. So there is always technology and updated equipment. And right here is showing mostly all MR stuff, which is fine because MR is coming out with all kinds of new printers and dryers and hybrid and who knows what else. Um, you know, who knows what else is uh gonna be out there. Yep. It's yeah. gonna be great. Um, you know, and there's of course blue water's in there. And, you know, GSG sells such a great amount of product and equipment. Everything, no matter what size, from startup to you need to upgrade, um, you know, that's it. Um, yeah, and I, I bet uh, the next Pulse to come out with will have maybe some different presses up here. Who knows? Right? Well, I'm excited to see the Copperhead rival. Um, you know, we saw an early one, and it, it had – I think some stuff I know they've really redone it and I'm uh, really looking forward to it. So MR is really if I'm not mistaken, that had the real easy way of changing the squeegee and the flood bar out. Like it, a little it, it's very much um, you know, a lot of the European style, which is fine. Um yeah. So MR has really changed their mode and I don't want to say shifted, but really focused on some stuff, and it's gonna be pretty exciting. So nice job, Peter, and uh them. All right, cool. So you're ready for our uh, 
next topic? Sure, go. So let's do that. Is the biggest challenge next year. So, Alan, what do you think the biggest challenge next year is going to be? Well, the biggest challenge for me has been going to be in, I'm not sure it's the unknown. Um, I Economy-wise, with the economy? Economy-wise. So, and, and so, Marshall, you and I have talked about this. I'm putting numbers together for next year for my area. I hit my goal. I'm going to be about, at the end, almost 3% over my goal, which I'm glad. Um, and I'm excited. It's not a pat on the back. Uh, a lot of hard work. I did. And from what I, where I thought it would come, it didn't. It came from other places. That's fine. Um, but I am, for some reason, this year uh, coming up, I'm not sure what the economy is going to do. I'm a little bit more fearful um, of it and not quite sure what to do on that. So I have reached out to my bosses going, okay. Help me where we are on this. I, I don't mind putting aggressive goals. I think we need to, but I also want to have realistics. I always have pie in the sky goal, and then I have realistic hit goal and everything like that. So uh, I, before, the, before the show, uh, I was sharing with you that this time last year, I set my 2023 goals. And, of course, if, think about it, right? This time last year, there was talk of recession. There was talk of the economy. The gas was crazy high. You couldn't get anything. We had supply chain problems. You know, nobody wanted to go to trade shows. There was all this problem. You know, so what will the year look like? And I set some pretty aggressive sales goals for myself, and uh, I crushed it, right? And uh, so for this year, I did uh, exactly the same. I set another round of aggressive goals. I think that uh, hopefully, fingers and toes crossed, um, everybody is going to be just as busy as we've always been. And um, I, and even if the economy it goes weird on us, I, I think that still might happen. You know, we had a lot of weird stuff happen this year, but guess what? People yeah. still bought things. People still did things. People True. were still traveling. I went to, I, I had to go to Cleveland this year and I bought a ticket for like $1,100 for the airfare. It was crazy. I still went. Yep. And, and as people are still doing stuff, they're just paying more for it. Of course, I charged the clients, you know, so and it wasn't one of those things. But it's like one of these things that people are still doing things. And I think if, if we have a if we have some sort of economy problem, I think maybe we still might be okay. That's just kind of how I look at it. So, yeah, I am. Who knows? <laughs> I, you know what? And you're and I have to remember that. Like I said, it's probably a fear thing with me because I did stuff. Like I said, I took a vacation that I have done. I spent a jillion dollars on plane tickets, which I'll never, I probably won't do again. Yeah, right. Um, but you know what? And I had a good year. Um, and a profitable year. And I need to keep that in mind while going there. I can't control what I can't control. I can control what I do and how well, I do it. Hey, fear is an acronym. You know what it stands for? I forget. I've seen this. False part. evidence appearing real. Yep, exactly. So we allow ourselves to have fear because all the stuff in front of us looks like, you know, it's crazy. You know, so if you look, read the news or you uh, watch TV or whatever, 
they're in the business of selling that show. <laughs> you know, they're gonna they're gonna ram down your throats the most fearful thing ever, so you can keep watching, right? That doesn't necessarily make it true just because somebody keeps repeating it, right? Well, and then that's and you know what this last snowstorm we had, where it was sweeping the country and stuff like that. Was it cold? Yes. Yeah, was there wind? Winter. Yes. And you know what? It took a client of mine over on the other side of uh, uh, Michigan asked me, he goes, what do you think? And I, had, I and I heard about the snow and I'm preparing and I'm like, I didn't even look to see what they're saying. And you know what? The numbers were for us three to six inches. I'm like, that's it? The week before in Grand Rapids, they had 10 inches. Nobody said anything. Yeah. And I'm like, this is stupid. Yes, was the wind more. Yes, are there. But this is wintertime in Michigan. You know, Chicago got hardly anything. Um, I was watching reports and I thought, I am so sick of news medias just having nothing to say and just saying anything over and over and making it fearful and fearful. And uh, right. yeah. Okay. So a couple comments here. Uh, we just need that G4 MNR. Good job, Josh. But yep. I'm sure Peter's got one to sell you. Yeah. Uh, Peter says MNR will have a technology preview for a direct to film transfer DT DFT system. Direct film That's transfer. Right? I got that backwards at the Long Beach Impressions Expo. That's great. Can't wait to see it. I like that. Why DFT and not DTF is because the other meaning of DTF is internet slang initial of down to uh, dirty word. Right. So huh. it's like, a clean show, right? So I really want an LTR, but I'm a DTF if you're hot and dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Never even thought about that until now. Yeah. So hold on. So for those of us who don't participate with internet dating sites, I didn't even know that. <laughs> so. LTR, I knew. I didn't know DTF. Um, yeah, right. You so, know, um, so we probably need to change that. Dean, change it on your site. And we'll start doing that. Good job, Peter. Yeah. I wonder how many people thought about it and like, Oh my uh, I didn't think about that at all. All right. Yeah. The obvious biggest challenge will be the economy and know-how and when to ship to make sure the bottom line stays met. We're also personally going to be challenged to grow stronger relationships with our core distributors. That is a heavy part of our model. It's going to get interesting to say the least. That's great. Perfect. Right? And uh, Mark says 2023, the year for the war for talent Employers actively seeking skilled talent very aggressively. Good. Yep, that's going to yeah. happen. I see it. And, and let me tell you, I, I say this all the time. If you don't think your best and top people are being uh, uh, emailed and reached out to on LinkedIn, you're crazy. Okay. So your screen printer, your lead artist, your top salesperson – they're constantly being barraged by offers and stuff. Yep. Uh, and so let me ask you, why does anybody keep working for you? Absolutely. And let me tell you, a lot of times it's not about the pay. It's about how you treat people. It's about how you're nice to them. It's about, you know, your company's benefits and all that kind of stuff. So uh, don't be surprised when somebody leaves you. My, my thing is for me, like on a company, I don't micromanage me. Give me boundaries. Don't micromanage me. Let oh, me go. You, you want to be there. sure as an adult. Yeah. I hate, and, and it's a sales guy thing. I hate paperwork, unnecessary, stupid, 
right. check up on paperwork. But yeah, um, but you know what? Sometimes we just got to do what we got to do. But yeah, yeah. it's a little uh, thing. Just says capital to grow. Okay. Um, Davis says challenging ourselves to implement automation and AI anywhere possible into our business. Oh, cool. And see, that's interesting too. Yeah. Yeah, I know he's been working. We talk about this a lot. So yep. he's, I know he's working on it. I know you guys got some projects ahead of time too. Excited to see where that's going. Yeah, if you've got skills, we're willing to pay you for your talent. Absolutely. All right. And uh, Ray says, I agree with Mark. Lots of companies suffering for production staff, good production staff. Well, and I think for GSG, you know, too, looking for talent. Every shop is look, looking for talent. Um, companies like GSG is. Easy way is, you know, we look for good people and it's not just anybody. It's not just a body there. You want the right fit uh, for your team uh, with the right mindset on there. Um, And it's real hard to find that because sometimes you got to be on the road. Sometimes you got to be away from home. Um, You know, GSG has stuff where there's inside people and people more in an office and that's fine. But yeah, with the fine talent to do what we do, yeah, it's it's difficult. Oh, here's the next thing. The next question is how come you're not building a training program so you don't have to hire the, the crazy expensive talent and you can grow your own by having a system where you're developing your bench strength and then you're promoting people up to the ladder, which is the proper way of doing it. Sure. All right. Hey, I think we got enough time to squeeze in our last Go. thing. What excites you about 2023? So, Alan, what excites you about next year? You know what? Um, I am excited. We have some things I can't talk about it easily. I'm excited to see what's going on. I'm excited to see where GSG grows, too. The acquisition in Denver, I didn't know anything about it. I knew there was one coming. Um, so that I thought that was cool. Um there's some other acquisitions going on in the industry, which is going to be interesting. Uh, it is going to be a very, very interesting year with new equipment coming out from MNR, from EasyWay, from Blue Water, from everybody. It's going to be a very interesting year. It's going to be good. Um, you know, I'm, I'm real. You know what? I'm real excited. How about this? Let's go more narrow. I am thrilled to death. Impressions Long Beach. I think this gonna is going to be, be a, such show. a great show. This is going to be a great show. I think it could be back to pre-COVID numbers. Yeah. Um, so extremely excited. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see everybody there. Um, you know, for some of us, we got to see each other at uh, Printing United. But man, people on the show, if you've not been to a show, go see it. Hang out with me, with Marshall, with Peter, with everybody. Richard's going to be there. And yeah. It's going to be very exciting. Yeah. And and by the way, Alan and I made an executive decision that we would not be doing this show the week of Long Beach. We right. just have too much going on. So, uh, you know, our normal day job has to, take, has to get in front of the show. So, yeah. but after Long Beach, we're going to have an amazing recap. <laughs> so, amazing. I'm excited about the Shirt Lab uh Mastermind group. Uh, Mastermind dinner is filling up. I'm glad I was invited to it. So thank you, Marshall. Yeah, Um, that's going to be a good one. So uh, if you're going to Long Beach, that's something you should think about. You can just go to Eventbrite and look up 
uh, Shirt Lab Mastermind Dinner. You'll see it right there. It's Friday uh, of Long Beach, um, starting at six o'clock. Uh, open bar, apps, dinner, but just fantastic conversation with some of the best people in the industry. I'll be there. Uh, Alan's there. Uh, Mark Cadre's there. Richard, um, Charlie probably will be there. Um, and uh, there's a rumor that Kitson might show up. So, oh, that would be incredible. You know, so we'll see. He's flying in that afternoon. I don't know, you know, when his plane lands, but uh, I did so not anyway, know that so going to be there. That'd be great. It's going to be lots of fun. And, um, but anyway, so what excites me about 2023? Uh, the, well, on Sunday, on New Year's Day, I'll be shaving the Wolfman off and get, get going back to the traditional goatee. So uh, uh, I won't look like, uh, you know, a hobo any longer. <laughs> and uh, But what excites me about next year more than anything is the momentum from 2022 carrying over and pushing forward into next year, yep. right? That's what I want to see. A lot of folks have had really great years. I'm one of them, right? How can we take that and we can keep pushing, right? That's what we want to kind of find out. And that's what excites me is like, it's like, I feel like we're in a movie, right? And we're only the movies half over. What's going to happen at the end? We don't know, right? So we're going to keep pushing that momentum and see if we can really do some major things next year. I think that's kind of how I see it. So, yep. All right. Uh, where are we? Uh, uh, all right. Josh says a dedicated training program is built in Google Docs with QR codes to training videos. It's about 25% done. Awesome. Fantastic. Love it. Love it. Josh, we Josh need to have Josh on the show. Josh says we need to set up a dinner. You can just come to ours. Yep. Uh, Mark says I won't be there. Too much going on here with the new facility. You're not going to be at Long Beach, Mark. This, yeah, that's what he just said. This, that makes me sad. <laughs> Why are we going then if Mark's not going to be? No, I don't know. Uh, Dean says, I'm excited about the growth of large-style mass production DTG machines. I think the model will grow and prices will start to fall. Brother, MR Rock, Ovaljet are all in the same space already, and it's a rather revolutionary. Anytime you can print direct to substrate, the end results will be ideal. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. Also, uh, ready to print. I want to see ready to print uh, available at uh, SNS Activewear or Sanmar or somebody, right? So uh, I think that would be a revolutionary thing where uh, ready to print uh, DTG shirts where you don't have to pre treat or you can just order them. Well, and you know what? That would be my goal for you guys. <laughs> R2P has them. So Dean and uh, uh, no, I mean like in a major distributor, right? They do, and uh, I know one stop. Uh, RTP Apparel is there, um, and they are in one stop supply out of Michigan has them. But yeah, I know. Um, I'm not sure why nobody's picking up the RTP line. It's incredible. Well, I tried to hook up uh, uh, Brian and SNS uh, a couple of weeks with Frank. So we'll see what happens, right? Yeah. Dean, let us know how we can help on that. Because also some of the things, too, I want to know how the pre-apparel, especially for poly and bleeding that they have on it, 
I want to know how that does on screen print. I yep. think it'll be better. So Peter says, thanks, guys, for another great year and your ongoing commitment to give back to the industry. Happy New Year. And see you all on the other side. Thank you, Peter. You too, Peter. Can't wait to see you at Long Beach and hang out. Yeah. Dean says, hex, yeah, totally agree. Let's make it happen. Chris says, got a jet. Happy New Year's, everyone. Happy New Year. Richard says, the great Tom Peters has been teaching for decades that all business is people in HR. Absolutely. Uh, I, I, I can't believe that we have a, a quote from uh, an idea from Richard that doesn't involve two second lean. And here we are at the end of the show. <laughs> Richard, are you all right? Do we need to check on you? you, well, you know, he's buried under a snowdrift or something. This really isn't him. So we went from <laughs> below zero um, to now it was 46 degrees yesterday. All snows melted. Wow. What a swing. Yeah. Yeah. We're uh, we're currently um, 53 here in Arizona, so that's not too far off. Yep. Dean says we're constantly working on that. We can even supply just the fabric and let mass production brand take it and run. Great. All right, cool. Awesome. So last thing, uh, happy new year from me to everybody that watches this, both live and the recording. I really appreciate uh, the time that you've taken out of your schedule to either watch us live or uh, as a recording, which is, I know how a lot of people do that. So really appreciate you and look forward to helping you guys next year. Yep. Uh, And uh, Alan, uh, what's your New Year's Year's Eve wish? My New Year's Eve wish, I want people, we need to, I'm going to try to be kinder to people. I sometimes I'm still surly, a surly old man. I'm going to try to not be. Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. I am that guy now. Uh, <laughs> I want a bigger lawn so people can stay off of it. No, um, I, I think we need to remember um, while life is long, and we need to remember that life is long. Live it well, but also cherish the moments and take care of every each other. And I do appreciate not my family, but also my my work family, and it is that, to the friends I have and have made over the years, and to people just, I can't believe people tune in to listen to us. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But thank you so much. And, you know, while this is great, I can't wait to see everybody at shows. Yeah, right. Hey, thanks, Brian. No one wants to hear about the reason I live in Arizona. I'm jealous. I want to open. I'm I'm waiting for GSG to open a branch in Arizona. I'm moving there. Yeah, well, I, I'm sure the, they'll let you in. I would hope. <laughs> so, all right, everyone. Thank you so much for watching, and we will talk to you guys next year. Dad joke, insert dad joke here. See you next year. Have a great day, everybody. Be safe. All right. <laughs>